Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Pleasant. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. We the best music! Another one. Another. DJ Khaled! You speak out of the crowd, baby, it's a no-brainer. It ain't the hard to choose. Him or me be for real, baby, it's a no-brainer. the distinct impression that Hudson Stoffer is going to be asking for that song on a daily basis. I'm not sure why. Maybe because he's 12. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now is presented by our title sponsor, Digitex. 630 Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and their printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands and printers at Big Savings, DigitexSupplies.ca. I am joined by the birthday boy, Brendan Ulrich. How old are you today, Brendan? 28, Bob. <laughs> and yes, I may be 28, unlike Hudson, who's 12. I still enjoy that song as well. Uh, well no, no. It just was released an hour ago. It's Justin Bieber, and it will be a number one hit because every Justin Bieber song is a number one hit. All right, so full disclosure, this song has just been released. Yeah. You selected the song, and you're guaranteeing me it's going right to number one. Oh, 100%. What was that song you did last year of Fonzie? What was that song? With Fonzie. Yeah, whatever the guy Oh, the one you like, the Desposito one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was, that one, I thought that one was better than this, this new thing that he's just released. <laughs> well, this is more of you a summary. You new kids. Listen here. Oh, wait a second. I can't do that because one of my guests on today's show, he can do that. Brian Hall, uh, Edmonton sporting icon, living legend. Brian Hall will join us in studio today between 1230 to uh, 1.30. And we'll talk a, a lot about the Edmonton Eskimos and a lot about the, uh, Embryonic stages of the Edmonton Oilers' development dating all the way back to the Alberta Oilers in the old World Hockey Association. Even, uh, you know, Brian's uh, relationship with uh, some of his uh, media cohorts, including the likes of a Wes Montgomery, uh, back in the day at Al McCann, and some of the challenges. Uh, I got to get Brian to tell a story about the time that they didn't want to, when the Edmonton Oil Kings went to one of the Memorial Cups, Harold Ballard basically blocked the Oil Kings from broadcasting the games in Maple Leaf Gardens back in the days. But uh, Brian Hall will join us in the studio today between 1230 to 130. This is the time of year. I know we had Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, every Tuesday on Oilers now uh, in the regular season and then during the off season every Thursday for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. 
HRA live racing Fridays and Saturday nights down in Northlands Park. By the way, tonight at K-Day's Rural Alberta Advantage. That's who I wanted to go with. But instead, Brennan decided to go. Well, we went with him yesterday, Bob. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Let's give him another There's play. still time in the show. We'll get okay, to Okay, see if you can figure out uh, another uh, another shot there for RAA. Uh, anyhow, yes, there's live uh, racing uh, tonight and tomorrow down at Northlands Park. Uh, but uh, Speck just wrapped up his golf uh, tournament on Wednesday. This week coming up, we've got the Oil Country Championship. It will uh, take place out at the Edmonton Petroleum Golf and Country Club. I will be there Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. I know that uh, on the weekend coming up, uh, Sunday, it is the ATB Financial Junior Golf Clinic. It'll officially kick off the Syncrude Oil Country Championship presented by Akon. Eight McKenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada professionals will be on hand to conduct a clinic for children 6 to 12 years of age at the Victoria Driving Range. This clinic will be open to all skill levels, and each session will have about 40 children uh, per class. So just visit edmontonorders.com and go to the... uh, uh, or www.oilcountrychampionship.com for more information on that front. But uh, I, I know that there's a, a women's leaders event uh, taking place Wednesday night, courtesy of ATB. Lots going on. And again, we'll be down there Tuesday uh, for the Pro-Am and then Thursday and Friday for the Oil Country Championship. And then the following week, we have the gretzky Halinka Tournament in Edmonton and in Red Deer. And Red Deer is also hosting the Battle of Alberta Tournament for the Sheldon Kennedy Child Advocacy Center. And uh, today we'll have former Western Hockey League player, prominent uh, uh, Red Deer citizen, Terry Lowen join us to uh, shed some light and, and maybe how you can get involved in an event. And it's a big-time event. There's, these uh, off the top of my head, I think, eight or nine former Flames uh, players and coaches and managers and uh, eight or nine former uh, Oilers players and coaches, including some of the individuals who ended up winning uh, Stanley Cup championships uh, back in the day. So lots going on uh, in and around town. Did you watch the Eskimo game last night, Mr. Ulrich? Yeah, um, yeah. By the fourth quarter, I was like, "Why am I still watching this?" But uh, you well, know, I stuck around reason. waiting to see if well, Johnny Manziel would play. And he didn't, that, so that's why you were watching. Wasting you were my watching, time, I guess. You were watching to see if Johnny Manziel was yeah. going to play, and they didn't play him. No. So what does that tell you? Well, they're waiting until he's more comfortable. But they sort of uh, hinted and teased it like he was going to play. So it was a good marketing move. They had everyone watching still. Yeah. The Alouettes. Man, the Alouettes, they're not a very good football team, are they? No, they're good at all. They are bad. Because the Eskimos didn't have much of a first quarter in that game. And against better teams, it might be you might be down 21-3 to three instead of, uh, you know, one stage down 7-3. to three. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. It's brought to you by the River Cree Resort Casino. Uh, they've got multiple lacks coming up here over the course of the next two months, including Nazareth and the Little River Band in August and Steve Earle and the Dukes, uh, as well as the Proclaimers uh, coming up in September and October. Uh, you can email OilersNow at 630Ched.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford if you're looking for a new vehicle. Go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out the great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. By the way, Brendan, we are going to go out to Westlock on Thursday, August the 9th. Mark Spector and myself, and we'll... Uh, 
do uh, do a show from Westlock that day. So looking forward to that. That's actually an off day for the Ivan Halinka tournament. And again, uh, staff inspector every Thursday during the summer. And letters now for Horse Racing Alberta, HRA Live Racing. Fridays and Saturdays at Northlands Park. Are you familiar, Brennan, with the uh, podcast Spitting Chicklets? Yes. Okay. Ryan Whitney and Paul Bissonette, uh, Biz Nasty, uh, spoke to, and what happens in these situations is players just go through players, uh, but had Milan Lucic on the show. Now, I did not hear... Did you hear any of the podcast so far? Because I've not heard any of it. Not yet, no. But I'm going to steal a couple of the quotes courtesy of David Staples from the Edmonton Journal, uh, Cult of Hockey. And the header for Staples' piece says, Milan Lucic gives rave review to Oilers organization and says, I was almost my own worst enemy. So... Uh, Lucic discussed uh, playing in Edmonton. One of the quotes was, it's been a change. I'll say that. I mean, Witter, referring to Ryan Whitney, you know what it's like to deal with the Edmonton winners. It's not so much the snow or the coldness. Uh, it's, for me, the darkness and has been uh, the biggest and the dryness. I've never had to use so much lotion in my life before being in Edmonton. But you know what? To be honest, it's been great since I've been there. And you know, Witter, the organization treats you like gold. Uh, Lucic went on to say that he uh, lives 15 minutes west of the new arena, and he says that uh, they did an unbelievable job. I mean, uh, the dressing room is second to none. You get anything you want, anything you ask for, they give it to you. The food on the plane that we get, the hotels that we stay at, this is uh, Milan Lucic talking, all that type of stuff is truly unbelievable. I've been lucky uh, that the three teams that I played for, all organizations have been first class, but i got to say, the owners will literally do whatever you want and give you whatever you need in order to succeed. Lucic went on to say, my first year there, you go in and I'm excited. I just signed a new deal as a UFA. You get a chance to play with the best player in the world for hockey. And, you know, we end up going to one win away from the Western Conference Final. And it's almost like too much came at us too fast last year with the Vegas odds pegging us as the second best team to win the Cup. Again, this is Milan Lucic uh, from Spitting Chicklets. Uh, so many guys came off career years, so there was a lot of, it was almost like we were set up for failure. There was so much expectation that it was like we were set up for failure, and there was maybe too much expecting things to happen versus making them happen. Lucic goes on to say uh, why uh, his game struggled a bit. He goes, it was definitely more of a mental thing. Again, this is reiterating what he said to me at the end of the regular season. It's almost like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for our team and for me personally, and it was a snowball effect or the quicksand effect. It was like the harder you tried, the more you sunk in the quicksand. Lucic went on to say, for me... It's just mentally having fun, going to the rink again, and mentally looking forward to the challenges we face as a team and as an athlete every single day, where I think my mindset got very negative last year. So I was almost my own worst enemy, where this year I'm just going to be going in with a happy, healthier mindset. I think that'll help me get back to the player that I am, and I think when you're playing with the best player in the world, you know, it gives you a vote of confidence to try to step it up and not let him down, said Lucic, referring to Connor McDavid. I think we're all feeling that we had fun in 16-17 season, and we want to get back to being that team and winning on a nightly basis. Um, 
Final comment that uh, David Staples transcribed. Again, this is on the Cult of Hockey website. Milan Lucic says in Spinning Chicklets, if anything, uh, getting into this year, just more focused on being mentally healthy and mentally happy. And like you said, I'm a proud person and I've been doing everything I can make sure that I can bounce back and be the best player for the Oilers this upcoming season. Do those themes that Lucic spoke of on the Spitting Chicklets podcast that was transcribed by David Staples, do they sound at all familiar with maybe what you've heard on the show over the last three months? What do you think? Well, you said he was his own worst enemy, which is goes back to your year-end interview when he said it was 99% mental. 99% mental. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's the class act. I wouldn't expect anything else. He, uh, he expects to uh, be better next season. So we'll see if it happens. So this is what happens, okay? So you finish a year like that. No one was happy with how the fact that the season ended and the Oilers missed the playoffs. And we're, hey, full disclosure here. There is not another team in the National Hockey League that was a bigger disappointment than the Edmonton Oilers last season. That is an undeniable fact. The Oilers, there was an expectation they would win the Western Conference. Many in Vegas, and maybe people uh, gambled foolishly on the Edmonton Oilers, but many in Vegas had the Oilers picked no worse than the number two uh, dog to, to win the Stanley Cup. And it did not come to fruition. And as things, as the reality comes in with the team down the stretch, some guys just want the damn thing over with. Okay? And you can pick up on that. Like, I might not be in the room during pregame and during intermissions, but if you're down there on a daily basis and asking questions, and you're privileged enough to be around with the team both at home and on the road, because it is a privilege to have jobs like this, uh, you can tell. That negative energy vortex rolls in, and it just sucks a lot of guys right down the drain. And in Lucic's case, it was obvious. He had not experienced this type of failure as a player or with any of the teams that he was on. Not to the degree that the orders went through last year. So then there's bitterness upon the conclusion of what transpires. But then you get a time to recalibrate and reevaluate. And... For 98% of the people listening right now to this show out there, and there's roughly 40,000 a day that do so, for 98% of the people out there, the people that are really successful are their own harshest critics. How do I get better? And man, when you have a season and a finish like Milan Lucic had, there's got to be a lot of uh, introspection that takes place, self-introspection in terms of evaluation to do so. So I'm not surprised with the comments. Not at all. And I'm looking forward to him having a better uh, mentality moving forward. What was one of the things we heard from the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, Gerard Gallant, about making mistakes in games with players? What did he say? Get over it. Go get me a goal back. Right? And that's how you create a positive environment with the players. And he did it. And now they had an advantage. Because they had a bunch of guys that nobody else seemingly wanted. George McPhee did a real good job in Washington for a number of years. Maybe made one bad trade. Fired. So he was a cast off. 
Sherard Gallant literally kicked to the curb as head coach in Florida. Cast off. All those players that became available for whatever reason, and maybe it was a special set of circumstances in the case of a guy like Marc-Andre Fleury and I even argue a guy like James Neal, from a couple players there. Because in a normal expansion, there's no way players of that caliber would have ever been let go. But when you can only protect one goalie, Pittsburgh had a dilemma. So they cut a deal. In the case of James Neal, come on, man. In a traditional expansion, no way a player like that gets let go. Not, not in past expansions. But that being said, it was an easy sell to the Vegas players at the start of last year. We're all in this thing together. Nobody you know, like that is contrast that with being the overdog. That's what the Oilers were. They were an overdog last year. And you can text us right now at 630-630 on our West Lockport text line, and you can say, Stoffer, you're part of the reason why they were an overdog. Hey, there are a lot more prominent media personalities than me out there across this country that had the Edmonton Oilers pegged as a consensus Stanley Cup finalist to start the year. So this is not... And people tend to have revisionist history in these sort of circumstances. So I'm quietly confident that for several of the other's young players, an epiphany took place at some point during the summer. Because when you hear those comments for Lucic, you have to believe that that is not the sole player from a disappointing Oilers season past that isn't thinking the same way as Lucic. Hey, man, I got to get, get going. We got to get her going right from day one and have a positive thing going. And move forward. They got off to a positive start in 2016-17. Probably should have been 8-1 and one in the month of October. Right? I mean, Craig Anderson, basically, it was like a divine intervention that occurred in that 2 nothing shutout in a game in which the Oilers outshot the Sens like 38-21. Should have been 8-1. and one. Now, they, they had a much tougher October this year. It's going to be tough. But uh, it's going to be intriguing nonetheless. And do you think Lucic's comments and spitting chicklets right now, you can text us at 630-630. Do you think those comments, Brendan, does that ease the perspective that some of the fans might have of where his headspace is at? A little bit, but we need to see on the ice, Bob. So I think fans are more concerned about Lucic playing up to the standards we expect that he played like when he was here uh, in 2016-17. So I think that's more important. I mean, he can talk all he wants until he shows it on the ice. 100%. 100%. Here's Todd McClellan. Uh, he was at Spectre's tournament, uh, the Mark Spectre Golf Classic. Uh, Todd McClellan is the honorary chair and uh, honorary ambassador of that event. And here is Todd McClellan talking about his expectations for Milan Lucic this season. Well, we expect a big recovery year from him. Um, he's had a pause now. Uh, when a season ends, you, you get an opportunity to pause. You get an opportunity to, to reload and, and reset. Your stat line is similar to every other player's when the season starts. And, uh, you know, there's no reason why he shouldn't show up as a, a very confident player, one that believes that he can do what he's done in the past on a yearly basis. Uh, we'll support him in that role. We'll push him in that role. Uh, but he is a big piece for, uh, for us to succeed. He has to uh, find a way to be productive. That's Todd McClellan. All right. Talking about Milan Lucic. So just before we get to NHL today, again, it's, uh, hey, you can send happy birthday wishes to Brendan Ulrich. Texas By the way, six, Bob. Texas at 630-630, yes. All my boys want to know if you're coming out to uh, my birthday bash tonight. Oh, yeah? Will, will, your, will your wife let you come out with us tonight? I don't know. Is, you think that's how it works mm-hmm. for well, married guys? I would assume, yeah. Yeah, that is kind Because of you won't be waking up till at least 2 in the afternoon tomorrow if you come out tonight. So. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Don't it is at one of your favorite spots, though. So, well, let's not mention that on the air because no, they're not I a paid I sponsor. Didn't say the name, but Dean Lowry, we're going to be seeing you tonight. But let's <laughs> no. put it that way. If I get the free pass for my wife, Brendan, I will be down there. But I'm going to tell you right now, I will be in fine shape to be up tomorrow morning <laughs> to do various stuff. You, I mean, you got I've got years of experience on you here. That's true. I just yeah. can't go the way I once used to be able to go. Do you, uh, you, you know the uh, the digs back and forth between Madonna and Elton John? No. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty funny stuff. Anyways, I don't think he was necessarily uh, uh, referring to Madonna at this point, but I know he was on like a, a BBC award show and some younger um, female singer who I'd never heard of had made a comment directed his way as the two were up at the front, and Elton John just kind of turns to her and says... I could snort you under the table back in the day, and I just I, <laughs> like it. You know what? That would be something that Elton John would say. All right, uh, let's get to it. It is NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Here we go. Pittsburgh Penguins have signed goaltender Tristan Jari. He, of course, is a former member of the Edmonton Oil Kings who won the 2014 Memorial Cup. He gets a two-year contract worth an AAV of $675,000. Is that a uh, one-way or a two-way deal? Do you know, Brendan? I'll get you to check on that for me. And Elliot Friedman, who joins us every Friday on Oilers now for 10 and a half months a year, courtesy of the River Cree Resort Casino. He says today that Dean Lombardi said he's recently signed a contract with Philadelphia. Uh, he has no outs for three years. He did say he was contacted by at least one other team but said no asked specifically if vancouver had requested to interview lombardi for a position he politely declined to say adding only this according to elliot friedman that he is committed to the philadelphia flyers there you have it jari's contract is a two-way for this season than a one-way the year after well done good job digging that up it is 12 26 in edmonton well when we come back a guy that uh, I was listening to when I was six broadcast the 1973 Western Conference Final. The legendary Brian Hall in studio. After a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca.